live from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to the unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z, aka El Modifoca. And I am your co host, the 16th letter, P. That's right, folks, and welcome to episode number 51. What? 51. That's right, folks. I don't know who's asked for 51 of these motherfuckers, but guess what? They're here. That's right. And we're here today with a special episode. Kind of, we've dedicated it to pretty much our very All in small mind. Yeah, very <laughs> funny you say that. Those are a very small-minded view of relationship. Um, no, we're gonna sit here and try to explore certain things, and we're not gonna be able to provide you the female perspective, which eventually down the line, when we do have a female guest, we'll probably get into. But this is what we try. Side note: fifty-four percent of our listeners are females. I mean, look it up. It's stats. Stats. Those pictures are up on our Instagram. Yep. Now I got to go do that shit before this airs. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, folks. A majority of our audience is women. Thank you, mom, sis. Peace, thank mom. You. Yeah, thanks. Bro. My sister. Your sis, Susie. Thank you. I just mentioned a lot. That's a lot of listeners. That's a lot. Thanks. All right. But anyway, we try to keep you all informed here on the Men on Pause podcast of all things men concerning men involving men. But we're all inclusive. But that doesn't mean we won't concentrate on men issues. And today yeah. we're going to concentrate... Yeah, we have to, bro. I mean, okay. and all men's alive. And we doesn't matter your orientation or or um or or origin of birth doesn't or race matter. or creed. It doesn't matter. All, all inclusive. All inclusive. But today we're gonna be a little inclusive and we're gonna talk about our perspective and our experiences as men, cisgendered men in relationships. And I think the first thing we wanna start off with is some you know, of our listeners might not know what that is, but I'm just gonna say hetero if you're old school. Oh right. Straight. Okay. Straight. <laughs> That's what they call it. They call it just now fluid. Whatever. I mean, we were drowning in fluidity. All That's right. right. I don't you know. are at least. I am. Yeah. Just whatever. So just first off, right off the bat, we don't want to come off like this is a female bashing episode either. No, not Speaking at all. Of which we're just going to give you our perspective as far as when it comes to certain things in relationships and what are certain things, what are some boundaries, what are some, it's like a baseball, what are some of the unwritten rules? Yeah, right. Uh, you know what the I mean? The signs, <laughs> the signals, yes. the gestures. The, the gestures. <laughs> 
the banging on the trash cans. And this all started from a generic conversation that we were having about certain things when it comes to relationships, right? So like, there was a situation where I was like, you know, a long time ago in a relationship, a a female that I was with would hand out fake phone number, right? And my and she was like, oh, you know, I just hand up the phone number and they just leave me alone and walk away about buying a bigger friend. And I'm like, all right, but my thing is, is if you're a person that likes to go out and be in this situation and you find yourself in this situation, you should shut it down by saying I'm already with somebody because if you run into this person again, you don't know what type of person this other person is. You know what I mean? Like you don't know. And you you also want to declare the person you're with. I am with someone. Uh, I respect. Your I mean, yeah, right. Like I think I, I think you shouldn't play that game because even but then like that means they could keep pushing that night, that same night, or they'll drop a roofie in your shit because you already gave them the number. So what's up? Let's go together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they take you leaving an open door and I think that's kind of disrespect you know what I'm saying I think that's a boundary that's being passed because I think when there's an exchange of a phone number there's a certain expectation then moving forward where like if I if I told you the same thing and I'd be like nah yo shorty you know shorty gate first of all it would be like yo you asked for that girl's number like no shorty gave me her number and that's it it. it's in my pocket whatever but yeah I took it exactly you had to tell her right away. I'm sorry. I'm with someone. Yo, I'll be like, yo, some girl just took my phone and put her number in my phone. In my what? How did you allow her to grab your phone? Exactly. Then that's a whole other explanation. Right. Like, why is a stranger you just met at a club? And but yeah, then it's cool. But then, right. That's what I'm saying. But then it's not. That's why I'm saying it's not cool for you to be like, oh, it's it's just a fake phone number. You know, it's not a big deal. I could respect that. I could respect that. And I just think there's boundaries, public boundaries that you should like. I know you have like even as a couple, you should have boundaries as to what you expose to the public. I know you have a whole thing with uh, you know, I need to be Yeah, like I, I have a thing where you know I need to be in air conditioning at all times. I'm like Mr. Freeze. Like I cannot be uncomfortable. So if I sweat and stuff, like I don't eat outdoors really unless it's a picnic and I'm coming out of a pool or the okay. beach, you know? I can't be hot. I'll melt. I just, I hate over affectionate couples because I'm not a hand holder. Right. I can't sweat a lot. My palms sweat. And if it's a summer day and we're walking, our arms are sweating together, rubbing. And I'm already got the beads of sweat coming down my temples. My forehead is wet. My crack of my ass is wet. My underwear are wet. Do you really think I want more body heat on me at that moment? No. I, I, I no, suppose not. Not right now. Not right now. It's uncomfortable. Chafing can start. You know what I mean? It's you don't know that. You know, and it's just sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, should I be a little more affectionate? Or, and my girl gives me that look like, oh, you should have done that or you should have done this. And it's like, okay, all right, listen, are you going to put me on that? Judging me on like what I do and what this guy, like, look at him, look at him. He needs to do that in that relationship. Look at him. He's lucky he's with her. You know what I mean? He's actually he's tried extra hard. You got to see past the, the you got to see past the gallantry. You got to see past but she's the, But she's not seeing that. She's just seeing the part where he's just being he's sweet. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it all depends. On it. First of all, it depends on your personality, right? Because if you're with somebody and you know they're not like that and they haven't been like that in 30 years and you expect them to be like that, then you're crazy because that's not going to change. That's not the type of person that you are and that's not the type of person that you got with. That's number one. Number two, there's a time and place and there's a situation. Like if I haven't seen you for a week or two weeks and I love you and we haven't seen each other for two weeks and this is the first time I'm seeing you and yeah, it's hot outside and we might make our hands a little sweaty, but I'm holding your hand. You know what I'm saying? But if I was with you yesterday or two days ago we just spent the whole week together and we've been looking at each other and we just outside like yo it's too hot 
to be like lovey-dovey right now. We've had plenty of opportunity to be lovey-dovey. We should have had a plenty of opportunity to be lovey-dovey before that moment. You know? Smashing. Smashing. <laughs> you know, fools in love. Right. <laughs> fools in love. But if it's like, you know, if I haven't seen you in a while, like I get it. You want to hold hands and show the effect again. But it all depends on who, what type of person you are. Because I there's a tendency of like, I've been with like cold ass chicks before. And I'm like, damn, this chick don't even like. No, nigga, that's the type of chick that you got with. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, different yeah. when they're not different. Like that's sorry, if a woman to be different when they're not different. Like you know, like it's it's hard. Why are you expecting things from a person that that that's not their natural? You know, and especially when you've been with somebody for a long time, you don't he don't ever buy me flowers. You think in year seventeen he's gonna start buying you flowers? That's the year that he's gonna be like, you know what? Maybe this is the year I start the tradition of buying the flowers every year. That's no. true. It's either in you or it's not in you. And I just, I don't know, man. Kudos to you if you're into it. But I'm just, I I just can't. I just feel like there's certain things I do that show that 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 extra affection with the way like I don't know like my girl never has to hesitate whether you know pay a bill or something like that where it's like she asks and it's like yes like. I we treat each other in a way where it's not you know I don't again, have to do that in public you know what I mean again different as di- again different a- not to cut you off but I know what you're saying is different aspects of your relationship she's been with you for I don't know how long she knows you're not gonna be the I'm holding your hand across the street kissing your hand kneeling but she knows she's secure in so many other ways that that shit don't matter to her and that's why y'all together right that's your relationship again yeah. different aspects so she'd be crazy to expect you to one day wake up and become fucking, you know, whatever, like you know, Romeo, you know, Romeo, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's exactly so. Because it's all like you know when you're talking about public displays of affection, like you said, it's also you also know from experiences in the early part of a relationship, correct? Oh like, yeah, when everything's you, like once you reach a certain right, once you honey. reach a certain or you can or you're young and you have nowhere else to do. It. You know, like, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's funny seeing adults doing it in the street because it's like, yo, you have a place to go. You know, right. you should have a place to go. A kid, I get it. They got to make out in the subway, in a park, wherever he can find the spot that he can lay down and they can rub each other or whatever. Like, it's happening. You feel me? But right. for for adults, like, you know, you can go to your house. Get to a fucking, take it somewhere. You know what I mean? Just yeah. go somewhere. You're adults. So it's weird. And that's why for me, any, and I'm going to talk about, and I'm not coming at it on some, some it's because it's some sexual shit. I'm talking about anything that displays your relationship publicly. Like, I'm, I hate, like, big engagement presentations. Like, you know, a whole, mm-hmm. like, flop, flash mob, you know, like, all of a sudden, everybody in the place is in on it. And it's like to play a trick on her. And then, oh, boy. Like you know, and then stadium. it's like, oh, right, like a whole fucking thing. And then it's like, you know, maybe a stadium, a stadium, I understand, because it's like, yo, I paid like $300 for these fucking Nick tickets. The least I could do is get an engagement out of this shit in a video. And at least we'll get on the Jumbotron, right? Some bullshit. But, or even at like City Field, whatever. It doesn't matter because at least you had a statement. But I'm talking about on some like, uh, like, yo, you just, I'm going to set up a whole restaurant full of people or like the subway train, hopefully. And we got to be there at 245. Like, I'm talking about some elaborate shit. It's going to take a whole lot of things to ask a woman, hey, will you marry me? Not it's going to last it, like three months after that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, like that's maybe. something that should be done in private. Like that should be a private moment, first of all, for the woman and the, and the guy. You know, it shouldn't be a big thing because what if in that moment, you're pressuring the woman to say yes, no matter what, if you're making a big spectacle of it. Which like, leads us into something where I think there's, that's where I, I, I believe 
when you ask, I believe the people should be on the same like page. Like, how do you ask somebody not being a hundred percent confident they want to be with you? Like, how is there any doubt? Right, they shouldn't be. Like, if the girl goes or the per- guy or the other person that you're asking, all inclusive, if whoever you're asking to be with you gets a little uh, if there's a uh, you better rethink your shit. It better be an uh, like they better want to cry or burst out like, oh, fuck yeah, you know, or yeah. whatever. But you should yeah. not get a, oh, let's think about it. Let me think about it. Or I'm not ready. If there's an I'm not ready, they ain't never going to be ready for you. I mean, look, and, and and to jump on what you're saying, you get to the point where, you know, you should be going out to get the engagement ring together. Like all of that should be happening because the woman, most of that stuff is for, actually, let me, I'm talking about on the traditional sense of the man and the woman. There's a lot of different other ways, but I'm again, we're coming from the cisgendered hetero perspective. Having to go buy an engagement ring or whatever to propose to a woman, if you're going to spend that kind of money, you sh- it should be something that she wants because it's for her. She's going to wear it. So I think the element of surprise there, so that conversation should already be have, had. You know, like, you shouldn't be asking somebody to marry you out of the blue, surprisingly. You know, rich people do that because they got that kind of money. But I'm talking about normal people. They have to invest <laughs> money into a a fucking ring probably have to put some shit on their way or like or like fucking you know promise to sell an organ down the line to a Russian black mob whatever mm-hmm. to maybe to get a fucking big ring to make the woman happy or to make the situation traditionally happy and in and in reality like not to ramble or to, to go off branch of what we're talking about but to me like what is an engagement ring really it's a public, it's a public dis- display again another big public symbol. display of like of a relationship a like yeah. and you're if it costs like four thousand dollars three thousand dollars and you know it doesn't because once you buy it and you put it on a woman's ring it's already facing devaluation right unless you got the mamba edition i mean look you got like a let's say in the hundred thousands sure it's still gonna cost you a couple hundred thousands even worn you're putting your loved one at risk for what for like that's something that like you the money that you invested in that could be put into a home to start a nest egg to start this relationship with this person and get like a regular ring like get yourself a nice ring yeah buy her go a couple hundred go maybe a thousand whatever but stop going like for these big if you can afford it though go for it god bless you but if you can't afford it stop trying to live that lifestyle and that's part of it and i th- and i feel like understand there's we're not talking about like hey we're sitting here griping talking about like hey we have it worse we're only talking from our perspective and from our perspective those type of pressures that come societal pressures that are unnecessary that could be put into enforced into something else as a man more productive more productive these are all things that we are thinking about and talking about again not putting down anything that women and and society pushes pressures on them because they have their own elements and their own stuff that they have to deal with in all respect got it but we talking about on our side so in that being said one of those elements for us is the whole engagement ring thing and that's it's supposed to be two months salary and all this other shit and it's like yo people don't not everybody lives like that. not everybody not, makes the same either so what do you like, think if I'm, so, now, so if I'm poor I can't love you if I'm poor right like, that's fucked up like that should have salary should after have, rent and everything I mean come on <laughs> which brings us to another point like love if you love somebody it should be unconditional it shouldn't be about how much money they make or whatever you should love them regardless of their situation and accept them for who they are and if you don't then you don't really love that person you love their potential who they might be who you think they're going to be who you think they've been who you think they might be at some point in their life that's where you might be friends with p 
Like, right. Figuring and I just realized, like, the people that are happy are the people that accept their reality and they accept their partner's shortcoming. That's the biggest thing. Accepting your partner's short, not their greatness. Anybody can take on everybody else's great parts. It's the shortcomings that you accept. And how much are you willing to take and all that balance, all that shit? It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. Facts. So that's why I like engagement. Now I'm now I gotta invest my money into into a symbol that's gonna go around your ring that's putting your life at danger, which is something that now I've decided that I'm gonna be a protector of by proposing to you. Do you see that whole fucking full circle of holy fuckness? Like that's that's it's the last it's, couple of years I've proven that. Right. <laughs> we still need to get that. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like barbaric type of thinking. Like let's get let's go beyond that. You know, like if we're gonna go beyond thinking of women as ob- objectively, then we gotta stop thinking of like putting price tags on things, on like love. You know what I mean? And people are putting by putting an engagement ring, they've put into society like, yo, this is what it this is how much it means for you to love this person. And it's like, no, if you got the money, go got yo, do what you gotta do. But a lot of people don't have that money. How about I just, I'm telling you, I'm being there. I'm fucking, I'm not cheating on you. <laughs> well, you know what it is, not only the money thing, but I think a lot of it is pressure. Like, how? look at both of us in our age and look at the amount of cousins we have. How many of them have married, remarried, or are married and were never ready to be married? Absolutely, absolutely. Children absolutely. involved now. I mean, yeah. it's a tough road. And it's a thing of like, and for me, I believe in the sanctity of marriage so much, you know, and I'm not talking about like, because it's got to be between a man and a woman. I'm talking about the union of you saying, hey, I'm making this lifelong pact. And that's between two people. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. It's just two people doing that, right? If you're lucky, three. If you're lucky, three sometimes yes because there's out there yes but usually it's two whatever the situation may be as long as these two people are in this agreement for life doesn't mean it's a piece of paper or a ring or whatever that's what should be important because the commitment all of that stuff means nothing the person still has to make the commitment it's the person that makes the commitment not the fucking a fucking piece of paper from the state or whatever it is if you decide to just live with somebody that's who you decided to live with and that's it yo I'm gonna decide to like go through all the problems in life with this person with me and when they get sick I'm if they get sick I'm going to take care of them. And if, if I get sick, they're going to take care of me, you know, and that's it. But at the end of the day, you die alone, my nigga. Everybody dies alone. Remember, we all don't stay pretty, except for Pete. NJ. That's right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about with the, with the relationships? Yeah, another think, point of the- I mean, I, another, another big subject is, you know, friendships with- Exes. Men. With exes and men. Yes. You know, between- Other men. I'm sorry. Other men. Yeah. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> Friends of ours. Day, for a second day, I turned into this situation. Yeah, I'm like, the inflection, you, the inflection you're talking about uh, making me feel guilty right now. No, but yeah, seriously, like, do you think like men and women, and speaking on some straight up hetero thing or whatever, do you think like people that are attracted to each other could be men, men, like, you know, can men and women really be friends? Especially if if people are in relationships. I mean, and there's exceptions to um, the rule. I mean, there's exceptions to the rule, right? I mean, because there's people that have been childhood friends and nothing's ever happened and they're like brother and sister and I, I can see that happening. Okay, okay. See, it depends. But because if you're a guy is still a guy, right? 
Right. And if, if you're in a relationship with somebody that I think, and you're really respectful towards the way we are, like in that real respectful way, we don't cheat because we don't want to get cheated on. Right. So I would say, yes, you can be a girl. Now, nah, you're friend with a girl. Now, right. if you're single and you're trying to hit anything that moves, you're willing sometimes to take that hit for the team. You know what I mean? Even if yeah. her relationship and your relationship isn't going to be the same, you are willing to do that in that state if you really need some ass or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, especially if the chick is like ridiculously good looking or something, right? You remember, and I think I did it stupidly, which I think we only messed around a little bit once. Was remember the one we took to Brigante, and everybody would tell me, P, yo, she likes you, P. She, and I'd be like, nah, we just friends, yo. And thank God, I oh, because I talked to her years later, we were still like cool with she each was other, hot, bro. She was hot, yeah. And she wouldn't mess with me because of you. No, I wouldn't mess with her or try to mess with her because of you. Because I, I was like, you, you could, no, because you no, because my name, because I wasn't. And also, but she was fucking around with like twelve other dudes. <laughs> I know, I know that, but you, my nigga. It was a situation. No, you had like a will they won't they type of shit for fucking 700 months. And I knew when y'all did fuck around. Right. So when that happened, which was like a crazy like because it was a fast thing. It really kind of didn't happen. And then I was like, damn, man, like, what's up? Because, yo, she was and she was so nice. Right. She was like, she good, was. like, you know, so then but it was one of those things where, again, as your as a friend, like I have this line that I just I stop. I chop your head off. You feel me? Like. I stop. I just look at you from your neck up. I can't see you, you right, know, because right. you my man's girl. And and the thing is, like, yeah, she was fucking with all these other niggas. I was like, damn, nigga, P, make your move, you know? It was one of those things. But I did it out of respect. And you know, out of all the niggas in the group, I was always the nigga. I never crossed that line with nobody. You know that. And niggas, just... even when niggas was talking shit and doubting me, because I was talking to niggas' girls and thinking I was flirting and all that other shit, nigga, I never crossed that line. And that's why girls talk to me, because I didn't I wasn't all like <laughs> talking my, about my dick or none of that shit. And they'd be like, you know, because this nigga, he just, he keeps trying to rub his dick. And I'd be like, all right, now you know. It's, uh, and I'm here <laughs> trying to like fucking clean up everybody's messes and then I'm getting blamed for shit. I was like, all right, but I never crossed that line. Just want to put that out there. So I never do know <laughs> that I never would, that's why I never hit on her, man. That's why I never, I never crossed that line with her. I mean, I danced some bachata, some really close. I was like, damn, bro. She smelled good. Yeah, she yeah. smelled good. Russian. But yeah. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, you know what I would do to test in a relationship if a guy and a girl, like, I don't know if I truly know fully 100% because there are situations, you know, where they are truly been friends or have been friends for a long time and they don't, f- you know, or they already f- a right. long time ago. And it's like an old story, but they just like, they really cool ass people. Cool, whatever. Or I've been in situations, bro. Like this was a, a friend of my girlfriend's, but we was cool. We all met together, and then she ended up fucking with my friend for a long time. Like that became his girlfriend. But me and her was cool people, and I never made a move on her because that was my man's girl. But she was always comfortable around me because I never made that move. So we would hang out and shit all the time. But she'd be like, "Yo, she always wanted to be around and all that shit." And we was cool. And I was like, "All right, fine, whatever." But I didn't like hang. I don't, you know, it was weird to me like hanging out with a girl like that. So you say they can be friends. If you're not. But wait, but wait, here's my test. I say the test that I would do for a girl is, I mean, for a guy to his woman is, I'd say right now, text your male friend, wanna f- and see where it goes from there. If they're truly friends, she's going to be like, what? She'll text you be like, yo, it's going to be too weird. And he, a nigga would be like, nah, yo, you all right? What the fuck is wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. Right, right, right. 
But a nigga that's been his response. You, What's up, when? <laughs> unless you that nigga that's been waiting in the wings, waiting for that text. So you and finally I broke speak, up with him. <laughs> and I speak from experience. I was a friend, and all of a sudden, I got that crazy text. I was like, "Word, uh, you know what you're doing right now." And that's what I mean. If you do that. And if you could text your friend like that in front of your boyfriend, you good. That means it's truly a friendship there. That's your test. Have your girlfriend text her best male friend, wanna fuck, and see if they're really friends. Don't say that we don't give you a tip here on the Men on Pause podcast. It's foolproof. It is, it is foolproof. I hope you're bulletproof. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Like how we have, we're like, we have the worst relationship experience and we're out here giving, yeah, like talking the whole fucking podcast and giving advice. This is what we wish happened. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, and next episode, I'm going to teach you how to sleep on a couch properly. <laughs> episode 64, how to build a plane. <laughs> how we think you should build a plane. <laughs> Holy shit, it's true. It's sad, but it's true. That's why it's funny. Anyway, I don't know. Anything else you want to say to, anything else you want to add to this relationship thing, you know? I just don't think people like you know. I, just don't just come in. Yeah, yeah, release the tension and then just you know let it be. Just release just be the cool. tension. Yeah, yeah. be civil Don't, with don't, each don't use yeah. Don't use that L word too much. I say because it's, it's it's a powerful word. Remember, I've told you that it's a love word. Unless you really mean it, and you, before you say the love word, can you show the love word? Mm. Like make that a monthly thing. Now check mm. this out. Do this as a couple. If you in four weeks, that means a month. If you can. Prove to that person, like L-O-V-E, if you can mm-hmm. prove to that person in, in, in a month that you love them, then you could say, I love you. Every mm. week you'll have to earn a letter. And if that person mm. feels like at the end of the week, you guys have not argued, you guys are not impossible, you guys don't have a, one of those weeks, that's a good one. I like that. Don't get me wrong. We have our, our little shouts, a little here, a little there, a little noises, and that's normal. But at the end of the week, those everybody's going to have a little problem here or there. But was was the week pleasant? Was the week worth the L, the O, the V, and the E? <laughs> I mean, and I'm a big fan. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Like that, right? like that. But you got to do it like 112 did it. The L, the O, the V, the E. You know, I, I can't, you know. The I got you. Cool. I did it for you. Oh, thank you. I, I got you. I got you. I don't hit that. The L, the O, the V, the E. I'm not the, the one e. that I only do the, I only do the instruments on rewind time. Remember that. I don't do the vocals. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You, you the man, you produce, you the Dre, you the Dr. Dre. <laughs> Shout out to shout out to Nas released a new album by the way I have to listen to it I just heard about it I don't know what that has to do with relationships but I just wanted to talk about that real quick because it's our podcast we do whatever we want um I say also like man understand y'all both on the same team y'all don't both don't have to come from the same fucking world like. I think I'm a big fan of people coming from different backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you could teach the other person how to, you know, expand their brain and you, you know, you expand their brain and they expand yours. It's just that meeting point where you guys have to understand who you are as each other and you respect each other and you love each other and understand what you're trying to build together if that's what you're trying to do. It can't be a thing. Neither one of you can have a doubt over the other person. It has to be a thing where you are both in it together 100%. I'm talking about you give me your back, I'll give you my back, and we like pointing guns in opposite directions and I don't have to Like Charlie's Angel. Like Charlie's Angel. Without the third one. Right, and I don't have to... 
Well, no, it's just, yeah, it's just two, unless it's three, like P said okay. before. Yeah. Okay. But if it's just come. two, think about it this way. If it's just two, you never have to turn around and see if the if she, that, that person behind you is pointing it to your back. Exactly. And they're pointing it away. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I think all about. Like, that's how that's our hood analogy for relationships. You know what I'm saying? Make sure somebody that ain't going to buck you in your back. That's right. Always have a, a Chris to your cross. You know what I'm saying? Like me you know and what I'm Jay. Saying? Yeah. You have know, a fucking have a pen to your teller. You know what I'm saying? That's right. All duos have to have something like Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. You know? Word up. Word up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we could we could I mean shit. We could get into our dynamic duos again. You know that. You know, we don't want to kill it. But anyway, that's a whole other type of relationship. Exactly. Well, with that, this has been another therapeutic episode of the Unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We're not licensed or insured. Especially not for this episode. We are unmedically licensed, been your therapist today. I am your host, Jerry D. I A Z, A K A N Modifoca. I am your co-therapizing therapizing therapizing no that would be like vapor of therapizing it would be therapizing therapizing host the 16th letter P and to quote another great therapist Robin Bird who said if you ever find yourself alone in this world remember you always have us Biker boys, ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. Until next time, vaya. Vaya. Con Dios. Dios. Vaya con Dios. Par cheesy.